This is your Frederick Real Estate Update, a conversation about the regional real estate market with tips for buyers and sellers. Your hosts, REMAX Results' Darren Ahern and Presidential Bank Mortgage's Terry Kernan. Good morning, everybody. This is Terry Kernan. Uh, welcome to your real estate update. Uh, Darren, who usually is my sidekick, has been replaced today. Uh, we've got a special guest in the audience, and her name is Sherry Casanova, and she is a professional stager. How are you doing, Sherry? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Thanks for coming in, and um, we've got a great show. We're going to talk all about staging and the importance and the differences and uh, any topics that, um, you know, we feel are very important in the staging. Uh, if you do want to ask Sherry a question, you can always call in at 301. So, where's the number, Frank? 694-9363. Uh, sorry about that. Um, so before we get started, um, Sherry, do you have any questions? Well, what are the rates doing? I know that's something <laughs> that everybody wants to know right now. Funny you should ask. You're about the 80th person that's asked this week. Uh, rates continue to go up. Why are they going up? It's what we've been talking about in the last couple of shows is basically the pressure from the, the war is uh, raising the bond prices, the uh, uncertain uncertainty in the market, the basic volatility, but they're going up faster than I've seen in a long, long time. Two weeks ago, we were talking about four and a quarter percent. Now we're talking about five percent. So they're going up very, very quickly. And the only thing that really came out this week that was good news that kind of helped the stock market rebound a little bit was unemployment is down to 3.6%. It dropped from 3.8%, which when the pandemic hit, we were at Mm 3.5%. And when you get to 3.5, it's almost like zero unemployment, which means that that number is really anybody that's looking for a job has a job. The people that are unemployed aren't looking for a job. Okay. So it's, you know, so rates continue to climb. Are we seeing, what are we seeing out there? We're seeing, uh, Darren sent me some numbers uh, yesterday. We're looking at 143 listings now as of yesterday. And I think the week before is 137. So that number's starting to climb. We need that number to go up. And I think we're going to see that number increase the amount of active listings. I think we're going to see things die down a little bit because what we're taking a look at is this jump in rates people aren't exactly ready for. Uh, mm-hmm. People in the mortgage industry weren't ready for, it. <laughs> you know. The I, I, you know, met up with some you know former colleagues, guys that I started in the business with, guys that are still in the business after 30 years, and we said, God, we've seen this before, but it's so hard to explain to somebody that it's okay. You yeah. know, when I did the my first loan in the business, it was at nine and a half percent. Refine somebody out of 14 percent. Yeah. So to. So to say to somebody, hey, we're at five and a quarter, five percent, you know, and they're going, what? You, you know, I'm looking for three and a half or I saw three and a half. Well, you saw it, but you didn't act on it quick enough or you weren't able to act on it. So so I think we're going to see a little bit of a slowdown in the market. Uh, rates are going to I they got to believe they're going to level out at some point here. But I don't know. That's interesting. I mean, I wonder if that's with them going up then if people will will maybe slow down on the over asking or you know like the above asking price and the whole like this i mean it's just been a crazy market 
obviously, if Darren was here, he would probably be talking about that a lot more. But I wonder if with the rates going up, people you'll see like less like, you know, over asking or maybe not. I, I totally agree. And a couple of shows ago, I talked about that. Mm. And, and what I basically said is, is with rates going up, yeah, the affordability is going down. Right. And the other thing is, and we saw it the other day with a 500 point hit to the stock market is people, most people that have money in the stock market today, their year to date gain or loss is at about an eight to 10% loss, depending mm. on how aggressive they are. When you're losing money in the stock market versus gaining money in the stock market, you're a little more conscientious on how much you overpay for something. Yeah. So we're seeing a combination of rates going up, stock market, stock values going down. So I think the overpaying is, is going to be coming to an end, hopefully shortly. Mm -hmm. And we're also having, um, you know, appraisal issues. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's hard when somebody goes in and... and you know, overbids $50,000 on what the realtor did their homework on and said, your house right. is worth this. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a crazy market. <laughs> it, it is. It's it a is. Crazy market. So Sherry, let's talk a little bit about yourself. Uh, how'd you get into the business? What do you do? Who, what, the name of your company? Um, Sherry's a professional stager. She's an awesome stager and, uh, she gets very high marks from anybody I've talked to. And she does an awesome job. So if you have any questions, we're going to give you her contact information at the end of the show. But uh, how'd you get into the business? Or Yeah, so um, I, I'm the owner and founder of Staged Above. We are here in Frederick, Maryland. Um, and essentially, I got started, I feel like I've been doing it my whole life. So I grew up military brat. My dad mm -hmm. was in the Air Force. He is retired now. Um, and we moved all the time. So I constantly saw my parents buying houses, selling houses, packing up, moving. As a kid, I would rearrange my room constantly. I would get bored. I wanted, you know, I can walk into a space and, like, it's like in my mind, the puzzle of where things should be for the best flow. So kind of I've been doing it my whole life. Never obviously called it staging back then as a kid. Um, for fun, I would go with my mom and look at model homes, and I remember... I mean, I can remember it like it was yesterday. I still feel like sometimes they're a little overdone. But really, when I walked into them, I remember being like, man, I want to live there. Like, mm -hmm. it was a dream. You know, it's like walking into a dream home. And um, that's that's really essentially what staging is, is, you know, we're we're trying to sell the dream to people and we're creating a lifestyle for them. So that's that's really how I, I got started, even though I, I didn't know that's what I was doing. That's that's mm -hmm. kind of my background. Um and then I got this is my 10th year. September will be 10 years. And, and um, when I started it, I had reached out to another stager that had um, came to she had come to my house. A realtor had brought her in and she had come to my house. Um, she is now retired, but reached out to her, asked her about how she got started and um, kind of just took it from there. It was, was going to be a hobby and turned into a successful business. So that's awesome. That's awesome. So how many people are on your team? How many people do you work with? Um, I have, um, gosh, I've, I'm in a ch shift right now, um, so I don't know if I have my count right, but I have anywhere between six and eight employees um, okay. right now. So, yeah. And do you do all the heavy lifting? We we do. <laughs> um, we do. It's fun. Like, yeah, um, I always joke with people, you know, HGTV obviously has made staging more popular 
the problem is is that everybody sees on TV just the pretty fluff, you know, you know, the after and, you know, the, the, the old show with Ty Pennington where he pulls up, you know, I'm not him. I don't pull up with him. He does not help us move our furniture. <laughs> um, we do it all ourselves. Uh, and, yeah, it's, it's a lot of work, but, you know, a lot of sweat, tears some days. Yesterday there were tears, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, the finished product and um, what we do for sellers is what it's about. And it's really cool to me to, like, you know, see them be excited about it. And really the best compliment is when they want to buy their own house again, you mm-hmm. know. But then I'm like, oh, my gosh, no, the realtor will fire me. <laughs> Please don't say that, you know. But that's the biggest compliment when people are like, oh, my gosh, I would have never thought to lay my house out this way. I love it again. You know, they fall back in love with it. So mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty cool. Now, does anybody – so you, you stage for the seller, obviously. Mm-hmm. And does anybody – do any of the sellers, when they buy a new house, do they call you in after they've moved in and ask for advice? Yeah, um, I do get that a lot. Um because I do occupied staging and vacant staging. So what that is is, um, like I've worked with Darren on, um, if somebody's living in their home, I will come and do a consultation with them. And so a lot of times, yes, they're like, hey, do you do this when we move in? Like, I would love for you to come tell me where where it would be best to put my furniture there. And I, I can do that, and I will do that. I don't really advertise that, but um, it is something that I, you know, am confident that, you know, I can do for people. Okay. So I'm a seller. And Mm -hmm. the question I have is, who pays for the staging? And obviously, how much is the staging? And what is the staging? But the number one question as a seller is, why do I need staging? (laughs) Yeah, especially in this market, (laughs) right? Especially in this market. Well, hopefully... um Hopefully I can kind of answer that. And, you know, I don't, obviously I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know exacts. But what I do know is in my industry, and I'm a part of the industry as a whole, um, we all turn in our stats and we we all keep these things. And and as a company, I obviously keep my own as well. Um, But I know that in a recent survey that RISA did, which is the Real Estate Staging Association, um, our current stats right now is that even in this market, on average, homes that are staged are seeing at least 40 to 50 K over ask. Now, could you get more? Yes. Um, but that's on average. And, and I, I will say that there are, even in Frederick County, there are homes that are, are sitting on the market past 30 days. I see them. Mm -hmm. So it's still, you still need to present your home. Well, um, you're going to increase the traffic, Right. So, I mean, it all starts with pictures and, you know, what it looks like online. And so when people see that online, they're like calling that agent, like, I I have to go see this house. So you're going to even in this hot market, you're going to see more than the more. Right. Mm -hmm. Because if you if you could get 50 offers instead of 10, why wouldn't you? You know, why wouldn't you want that? And and I like I have I always like to do things in pictures. But um, if you think about how you buy big ticket items like a car let's just talk about a car you go see the car you Mm -hmm. feel the car you smell the car you drive the car you touch the car so it's no different when you're buying a house which is even more expensive by the way so you know when you're when you're buying a house and it's staged you're creating that emotional connection for buyers Mm -hmm. so that's where i feel like staging really helps even in this market people are going to be more invested in getting to the closing table um and i know that that people will fight harder for something they love that's Mm -hmm. just right you're going to fight harder for 
something you're going to pay more for it you're going to work harder to get your loan docs turned in um, do the things the realtor tells you to do and that's it's important that you're working with a professional realtor that you're not trying to do this yourself you know listen to their advice too Um, but people are going to stay more invested in a home that they fall in love with and that's what staging does it creates that dream the wow yeah the dream that you talked about when you were a kid Exactly. Wanting People, to live in this dream. Yeah. House. You're not just buying a property. You're buying a dream. So if we can create that lifestyle and we can appeal to as many people as possible, because look, at the end of the day, are my homes that I stage pretty? Yeah, I'd like to think so. I think they are. But that's not the goal. The overall goal is not about making it pretty. It's about controlling the buyer's eye mm-hmm. as they walk through the house to increase the perceived value. Mm-hmm. So... Um, that's definitely what staging is. It's not decorating. Mm-hmm. That's really good to know because because what you just talked about hits it right on the head is, is you're still going to get offers on your house mm-hmm. if you don't stage in yes. this market. Yes. But are you going to get the maximum offers possible? And, you know, enthusiasm creates enthusiasm. And, yeah. um, you know, the bidding, you know, uh, and people want to get in on the game and once they see the houses i'm a huge fan of staging and if you've ever seen somebody stage a house or a team stage a mm-hmm. house it's a whirlwind oh yeah. i mean you're flying around the house <laughs> you've got and it's it's mostly mostly women are in the business or most of the stagers i know are women and they do all the lifting they do all the pushing they do the painting the whatever you whatever they hired they will bring in subs and stuff, but but most of the moving and most of the the legwork and the um, the it's all done by the people that own the company, and it's 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 great to see, and they really do a great job. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that staging in this market is still a necessity because if you've got four people coming in, or five people, or six, or twelve, you're going to want that enthusiasm to bid, you know, raise the bidding of the houses. Mm-hmm. So that's great. Mm-hmm. And studies show that people will spend more time in a staged home. They'll linger in it, you know, because if it's especially if it's vacant, there's not much. For, you know, there's just not much to connect them. There's not much for them to really see and hang out as long. I think it's an average of and it might not seem like a lot, but like six minutes longer. They'll stay in a staged home than an unstaged home. Six minutes can be a big difference, especially if they're they're sitting on the couch. They're envisioning that family space or. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times with the owner-occupieds in the basements, we want to we want to really like sell that family game night. You know, you're you're gonna come down here and your kids are gonna play and everybody's gonna be so happy, <laughs> which isn't maybe the reality when you get there, right? But we're just trying to again sell that dream and help people imagine themselves in that new space. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's really it's really important even in this market. Okay, great. How long has staging been around? I, I mean, you know, I, I know it's gotten popular more mm-hmm. and more, but how long has it been around? I mean, I first remember staging probably 10 or 12 years ago um, yeah. when it started to become, you know, the buzzword. Yeah. Staging. Yeah. And a lot of the top agents started out mm-hmm. staging. And mm-hmm. But is it only been around for 10 or 12 years? or No. Um, Barb Schwartz, she um, coined the, the word term staging, and um, she is the one who started, I, I believe, the very first um, home staging training, uh, which is 
the one I, I went and did as well. There's a lot now. There's a lot of different trainings. I know that even in some interior design schools, they'll talk about it. Um, but you, you know, that's, you don't have to be, I think it's been around at least 20 years. So I forgot to answer that question. Um, as far as education, I keep education going within my company, just like realtors do. We, it's not a licensed industry. Unfortunately, okay. a lot of us want to see that be changed because anybody can wake up and call themselves a stager. Um, anybody. So, you know, it used to be like mortgage banking. Anybody, anybody can, call can do. Yeah. Lender. And it's you it's not for everybody um because it's not decorating so you know we get a lot of people that will apply for jobs with us and they're like well i really like to decorate but at the end of the day that's not what it's about because we're marketing first and foremost that's what it is we're marketing a product to a buyer it's not decorating so if somebody falls in, if somebody walks into a house that i staged I do want them to think my work is good, but ultimately the goal is to show off the house, the architectural features. What are we pointing out? What do we want to? We want to up the you know positives, downplay the negatives, not hide them. I do not do that. Not hide them, but get them to walk through and and see what we're selling: the view, the hardwood floors, you know, this cool arch. If they walk in and all they see is, oh, I love that, you know, little decor. I failed. I did not do my job. So, um, you know, agents that will use a professional stager i i gotta give them a lot of credit especially in this market because you know they could easily just not you know bring me in because at the end of the day you know an extra 10 or fifteen thousand dollars to the seller doesn't equate a lot for that agent but an agent who brings a professional stager in that that speaks to that agent a lot because they are doing what's best for the seller. It's not for them. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have to bring me in. They don't have to cover that cost. It's for the seller. So, um, lost my train of thought. No, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> um, so, interior design versus staging mm-hmm. are they similar? Are they the same? But like. Some yeah. people, I'm sure, say, well, I'm hiring a stager or yeah. an interior designer. What is there a yeah. difference there? There's a huge difference there, and uh, it's complete opposite of each other. Okay. So with interior design, an interior designer is going to come in and say to you, hey, Terry, you know, do you have a maybe do you have a piece of art that inspires you? What's your favorite color? You know, and they're they're more worried, like, how can I make Terry happy in his house? What does Terry like with staging? It sounds terrible, but I don't. It doesn't matter what the seller likes. It's about okay. the buyer. <laughs> yeah, okay. So we have to take the seller out of the house now, right? So yeah. 10, 15 years ago, when everybody painted things red and yellow, they were right on trend. You know, maybe an interior designer came in and told them to do that. Now that's not on trend. We've got to remove that and we've got to create this, you know, blank canvas so that anybody walking in, no matter their lifestyle, no matter what they like, it doesn't matter because they can see themselves there now. So they are complete opposite, and that's definitely a misconception. A lot of people think I'm an interior designer, and I'm not. I did not go to school for that. Okay. Good. That's good to know. That's a great— Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. That As a seller, it doesn't matter whether you like what the stager has to offer advice-wise. It's the right thing to accept. Is that pretty much— Yeah, when, I when mean, a I seller? would— um, Let the stager do her job. Yeah, but I— I hope they don't feel that way. No, 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 but, no, but but yeah, that I yeah, people are great. I mean, I I I love working with sellers and I'm 
I feel like I'm pretty good at explaining the reasons behind why I'm that's why I feel like people will do what I need them to because I I don't just I'm not going to walk into your house and say ew that needs to go that's their they they love that you know I'm not ever going to do that so if I can explain to them why that thing needs to be removed there and I tell them there always is a reason why I'm asking you to do something and if you if you want to know or I don't explain it please ask me if I ask you to remove a piece of furniture ask me why because I better have a reason it's never because I don't like it um there's always a reason you know maybe it's blocking that view that made you buy that house yeah so what would you call the top things let's say the top five things Mm -hmm. that 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 you should do regardless you know is it the yard is it the decluttering is it the painting the front door what do what are some of the things that you just have to like when you look at it what do you Mm -hmm. what do you go after well if people do nothing but one thing we'll start there okay paint paint is the number one thing you should do um it has a 300 percent return on investment every time hands down never fails so Fresh, fresh coat of paint. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean the entire house, but just like that new car we talked about earlier, people love the smell of fresh paint. So even if it's just the foyer, let's say, mm-hmm. they walk in, it's like it feels new, fresh, right? Mm-hmm. So painting is the number one thing. We've got to bring it back to, we've got to bring it into 2022, what was five years ago. And oh, by the way, gray is out, guys. So let's stop doing it, please. <laughs> <laughs> Let's really? catch up here in Frederick. <laughs> My um, wife and I are talking about painting. Our no, kitchen. don't do it. Okay. Don't do it. Right. Got to stop. White's coming Mary back. Susan, did you hear that? Gray is out. Gray is White's out. Now, look, in. if you're not selling, do what you <laughs> want. But when I come in, we might have to change. It. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, the investors kind of took that overboard. Then we had gray floors, gray this, gray that. It's just ugh, like everyone's sick of seeing it. So it's going out. That's another topic for another day. Okay. But so paint is definitely the number one. And I bring paint colors with me, and I'm going to leave you the exact color. That works for your house and with your finishes because not all paints created equal in every house. Okay. So keep that in mind. Um, decluttering, definitely. Number two is decluttering. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Decluttering. And again, I can help explain that when I come out and, and tell you exactly what that means. And I'm, I'm pretty pretty good at, you know, making sure you know exactly what needs to be done there. Um, and then I would say, yeah, don't overlook curb appeal. Like you kind of okay. went to that um, it doesn't mean an entire renovation, but you know what? A little bit of fresh black mulch goes a long way. Edging, mm-hmm. I think it's called edging, right? Yeah. Edging yeah. the yard, it makes it feel more expensive. And look, a lot of people don't go in their front door. We go through our garages. Uh-huh. Stand, if you even don't have me come out, just stand outside your front entrance. That agent's got to mess with that lockbox for a minute. Sometimes it gets stuck, doesn't work, or oh my goodness, what's going on with the lockbox, Right. Buyers are right behind them, and they're looking up at everything. They're already deciding right there, mm-hmm. did this seller take care of their home? What's the first impression? They're seeing it for the first time. Mm-hmm. So at every turn, are they walking into a space and going, wow, like and they're mentally unpacking again, right? Right from the front door. So, yeah, painting the front door is great, mulch and edging. Those would be my three things outside if you did nothing else. Okay. Decluttering. Biggest thing, knickknacks, depersonalizing. Definitely depersonalizing. So, so uh, like personal photos. Yes, because by nature we're nosy people, right? Mm -hmm. So you, oh, I wonder if I know them. Who lives there? I don't want that. I want them to mentally unpack. So they need to be picturing themselves in that house, not you. So take yourselves out of it. 
disconnect, start thinking about your new home that Darren's going to sell you, and let's get you out of the house emotionally. So we've got about two or three minutes left. Mm. Oh, we okay. got five minutes. Okay. okay. Frank says we have five, so okay. great. This is the big subject, and this okay. is the one that I know we want to oh, no. really talk about. <laughs> okay. okay. Virtual staging is is I'd like you to just touch on what is virtual staging and then how does it compare to your staging because you know when you look at when you sometimes go on a website and you're mm-hmm. flipping through homes most homes today and in the future are being viewed on a website Absolutely. by the borrower by the buyer long before you know yeah. I mean they're looking at everything yeah so a lot of times you'll click the pictures and it'll go mm-hmm. an empty room to a filled room yeah. to an empty room to a filled room that's virtual staging correct yeah okay yeah. tell us a little bit about virtual staging and are there benefits is it is it mm-hmm. like tell me your thoughts on virtual staging well my thoughts are my thoughts so i'll just say that um and not everybody may agree with me on it but this is just my thoughts um based on stats but Virtual staging, I like to, it has its place. So let me first say that. It does have its place. So mm-hmm. I feel like, especially for um, builders, you know, like builders, maybe they don't have that model home set up yet. Okay. So it, that can help. It can help people understand what could be, right? However, if you, I like to compare virtual staging to online dating. So okay. that's my, okay. <laughs> so if you think about, um, you know, people, and I'm sure you've never used this, Terry, but but people use filters to take pictures and we put them on social media and on Instagram and Snapchat and all these and online dating, right? And it covers everything and you look like this perfect person. Then you show up for that first date, blind date or whatever, and you've, you've met them online and you've talked to this person who you think you're, t- and you meet them and they kind of look like that picture, but then you're like, geez, like, it's I don't, like you look Gere way. online right. and John Candy shows yeah. up. Sure, kind of. we'll go with that. Okay. <laughs> and you're like, I don't feel like this is the same person. It's just, it just looks like you, but you look older. <laughs> what okay. the heck just happened, right? <laughs> it's this, it's the same thing. So with, I don't do virtual staging. If I saw that it benefited my sellers, I would, I would have to look at it because I fully believe that it's important to look at things, especially as times change. But with virtual staging, a lot of them are putting in. Um, putting furniture in places that don't make sense. We've had to restage homes that have been virtually staged because it's just somebody behind a computer basically putting a couch sometimes in a walkway or they're not using even the right style. Like you'll see a lot of like modern stuff in these homes in Frederick mm-hmm. and you're like, that doesn't even make sense for the house. And then when people get there, they're disappointed because mm-hmm. now that furniture's not there. Now, remember we talked about this. Well, I think I did talked about the senses. We want to create senses just like fu- finding that car so i want people to walk in and touch the couch sit on the couch feel the couch envision themselves there selling that dream again and virtual staging does not do that Mm -hmm. it does not make people linger it does not get them emotionally connected or mentally unpacking so i believe with all my heart that it's not what's best for sellers yeah so the so just so everybody knows the virtual staging um and I'm not a very computer literate guy, so sure. to me it looks like somebody put the furniture in, took a picture, and then took it out. They're actually using 
overlays yes. and filters, yeah. and they're throwing those mm-hmm. things in there, so they never were in that house. They were never in there. So the dimensions could be all wrong, and it could be just not right. right. They're not the proper scale of furniture or things like that. And, and one of the biggest things that you do, because uh, you have a 3,000-square-foot warehouse, is you take empty houses and mm-hmm. you fill them with furniture. Yes. And you stage them to look right. And real Great. furniture. And real and furniture. And proper scale. So I'm not going to put a queen-size bed in a room that needs a king-size bed. Right. I'm not going to put a 6 by 9 rug in a 20 by 24 room. You, It has to be the right scale to show people how they can live in the house, bottom line. So, yeah, I could go on and on about virtual staging. And there are people doing it here, and that's fine. I Like I said, it has its place, but it's I don't I do not do that. Okay, okay. What percentage of people do virtual staging versus regular staging? If you had to guess, is it 50-50? Or I think 75%? it's gotten, um, I don't know. Don't I don't know. know. I, if I had to guess, I would say maybe 25, 75, 25 doing, 75 not doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it's gone up. We, you know, I think agents are trying it. Mm-hmm. Some are trying it, but I think when, at the end of the day, they, they realize it's not you know, maybe what's best. Okay. Well, Sherry, that's about it for the day. Uh, today is first Saturday. Uh, Downtown Frederick's going to be hopping. Uh, please support the local businesses. It's going to be a beautiful day, a little chilly. But, Sherry, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Um, you can get online, stagedabove.com. That's S-T-A-G-E-D, above.com, my website, and all my contact information is on the website. Awesome. Thank you, Sherry, so much for being with us. You've been an awesome guest. Thank you. Darren will be back next week. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Looking to purchase a home or refinance your existing mortgage? If so, Lawyer Signature Settlements is here to assist you with that process. Lawyer Signature Settlements is a local attorney-owned title company with over 100 years of combined experience conveniently located in Frederick, Maryland. We are licensed to conduct closings in the states of Maryland, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and West Virginia. With two attorneys on staff here at Lawyer Signature Settlements, we ensure the most thorough review process paired with affordable rates, accommodating scheduling, and outstanding customer service. So next time you need to place your signature on closing documents, call Lawyer Signature Settlements at 301-695-1235 or visit us on the web at www.signaturesettlements.com. We hope to see you at the closing table. Hello, this is Terry Kernan with Presidential Bank Mortgage in downtown Frederick. And the best way to reach me always is on my cell phone at 301-639-9244, 301-639-9244. Or you can always email me at tkernan at presidential.com. And this is Darren Ahern from REMAX Results. You can reach me anytime, 240-344-1713. Again, it's 240-344-1713 or at DarrenAhern at gmail.com. Thanks so much for tuning in to your Frederick Real Estate Update. We will see you each and every Saturday right here on WFMD at 11 o'clock.